art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Let's go to the bar. Welcome to the Romance Bar. Good evening, Gata. Good evening, Colleen. And welcome to the final edition of the fantasy month that we've been doing, I guess I would say. Not the final edition of the Romance Bar, because we're going to keep this thing going as long as we have the coffee flowing. Happy (laughs) National Coffee Day, by the way. Happy National Coffee Day. I just, I finished my coffee. We were talking before the episode started. And we forgot the time. <laughs> Not us, Gata. Never, never, uh, never. Um, but yes, I was drinking. Uh, it, it was a little concoction because I only had a tiny bit left. We need to reorder some of our uh, lovely uh, grinders, coffee, r- r- the rage, the rage mode coffee. That's what it was, rage mode, um, with a little bit of pumpkin spice. So. I was, I was having that. Well, well, God and I were uh, chit chatting, and then I was like, "Oh, I should hit the record button, shouldn't I?" I I know, I know. It's like, and that's not the first time we've done that, Gata. I know. We're we're terrible. We are so so terrible. Um, oh my God. I feel though I should offer my uh, apologies about last week's episode. Only because I know I bitched about teenagers last episode, and I'm sorry um, about that. It's just, I guess maybe it's just the way teenagers are mostly written in fiction is always a hit or miss for me. Um, I'm not sorry. (laughs) I know you're not sorry. But I'm just saying, like, I didn't want anyone to be offended or if there are teenagers that listen to us. Hi. Um, well, they know themselves. They do. I mean, it's just a con- a constant discovery. And, okay, so had a chit-chat. Remember how we mentioned with that they mislabel YA, that Court, uh, Court of Thorn and Roses was mislabeled as YA. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine was like, well, because if it's the character is of a certain age. They don't know what to do with it. That's why it gets thrown in YA. And I was like, well, I had to think about it. I was like, oh, yeah, because she's 18 in the book. So technically, she's on that weird cusp of, like, just leaving YA. You know, like, just leaving YA. But it's just, like, it should be more or less on the content, not some, like, what's actually happening in the book. Because it's, like... There's young characters in Game of Thrones. You wouldn't put that stuff in young adult, would you? Um, no, no, definitely not. Uh, Game of Thrones would never have been in young adult. Right. right. So, But I think it's because of her previous. That's what my thought was. I said I think it's based on her previous works. But there's tons of authors out there. Um, actually, uh, like Gina Showalter just wrote a book that now belongs in the mystery thriller section. Which Uh, one? She just came out with one. It's called Romancing the Gravestone. (gasps) Yeah, it just came out. So I was like very excited when I got the notification of it says, oh, your book has been downloaded. 
to your app. I'm like, yay. And it's very short. It's only like 300 something pages. Um, so I was like, oh, I will, I will read that as soon as I'm done reading the 50,000 other books I have to read. Oh my well, God. Um, I did continue on with the Midnight Breeds, even though I didn't continue on with Quarter Thorn and Roses Gotta. I did continue on with Midnight Breeds, though. Uh, I got stuck in Germany in that book. If you want to frame oh, where I'm I know correct. exactly where you are. Okay. <gasps> Not that I actually went to Germany. I've never been to Germany. Maybe someday down in the future, if I ever learn the language. Um, and I have a guide. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's that's where I am. I'm in Germany, Gata. Gata? Yes, I'm right here. I, I'm thinking about it. I'm sorry. I was, in like, Germany, I, I was like, oh my God, you're going to discover this and you're going to find out this and then you're going to discover this and then you're going to do this and it's going to be like this and it's like, you know, there's a whole world happening in a Germany. A whole new world. A um, whole new world. Yes. So yeah, oh my God, this is exciting. We need to talk about this. How did you not tell me this before? Okay, never mind. I was, okay. I'm trying to save it for content for the podcast. God, yes, I know. I'm very excited. Um, I've also been watching a lot of British Bake Off. Um, because as you know, I only watched the. Okay, so the new season just kicked off, but the season before that was the only season I had watched. So now I've been going back and watching older seasons and writing, like you, Gata, I've been writing down things I plan on making in the future. Okay. I've and, been watching, as you know. Yes. The Bake Off. Yes. And I want to make everything they make. I just, I just, I want to make, I, okay, we need to do, a Vic, I want to learn how to make a Victoria sponge. I yes. know I want to learn how to make a Beauvoir. I want to know how to make a meringue. I want to learn how to make a hot crust bun because I just love the name a hot crust bun um, they're very want, sweet from what I've heard I don't care I want to make it okay the problem is I want to make all these things I don't want to eat all of it because then it's gonna go you know that's fair so now because I know since Doris Day does not listen I can yes spoil this so I plan so in one of the seasons that I'm in the middle of watching I think it's season three okay um, the, there is an Irish redheaded contestant who made an, uh, a Irish Halloween bread, um, begins with a B, but it's kind of like soda bread, but yeah. it's made with whiskey. Oh. So I was like, oh, I'm going to make this. I'm going to make it for Doris's birthday. I'm going to do this. And then I'm like. And then I'm going to bring it on the plane with me. I'm like, I'm baking bread to bring on a plane. What is wrong with me, God? Nothing. You're a baker. I'm going to, well, we will see how this goes. I've been, right now, we're, right now, dear listeners, we are at the point where I am collecting all the ingredients and making sure I have the right ingredients. And I don't, but we're going to hope for the best. We're going to, we're going to wing it. And, and this could be turn out really well. But here's the thing. By bringing it to where Doris is going to be, I don't have to have it in my house anymore. It's going to be in somebody else's house, not mine. So I don't have to worry about consuming all of it 
and then or it going in the garbage or it can go in the garbage and no one has to tell me. So, but yes, I do want to make, there's tons of things on that show that I'm like, oh, I want to make, uh, what was the one that they were making? Uh, Viennese, they were like these sandwiches with jam. Like it's too, it was kind of like a Lindsay tart, but I think there was like jam and custard. Viennese swirls or something like that. Those look delicious. Um, and there's, there's tons of things. Yes, I want to know how to make a Genoese. Oh, yes, I want to, or a Victoria sponge, a Genoese sponge. We talked about this. There's also the other one. um, A Battenberg. A a Battenberg. I want to know what the hell is that. I really want to make it. Um, I want to, I want to know how they make all all these fillings and the creme pat, because I tried to make a creme pat and it did not work. It was a fail. Um, It was a fail. Mm. Absolutely. Well, like, Okay, so now I know a couple episodes ago when I said uh, you make homemade whipped cream, like that's really easy. For me, the trick is, or what Doris taught me was, when you're about to make your homemade whipped cream, you put the uh, the part that's going to whip the cream on your uh, KitchenAid, if that's what you have. You put that in the freezer for like two minutes. Then you pour the heavy cream, a tiny bit of sugar. In the bowl, then you put the the whisk, that you know the whisk attachment to the KitchenAid, and that's it. But the trick is, it's got to be cold to whip it. So that's probably the other. There's probably got to be. It, it's a temperature thing. Temperature when baking is always it's, critical. Oh my god, it's very critical. Absolutely. Well, to make this Halloween cake, it says, oh, you could soak the because it's raisins basically. Um, well, it says it's, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be raisins, golden raisins, regular raisins and currants, but, um, I only found, you know, just a raisin medley. So I was like, this will be fine. I don't think any, no one, I don't know what a currant's supposed to taste like. And I don't think anybody else is really going to know. So no one's going to really know if it's missing it. (laughs) The people that are consuming it anyway. Um, like I said, I'm winging it here. I don't know if Paul Hollywood approved. So. I mean, it says to soak it in sugar and whiskey for an hour or overnight. I'm going with the overnight would probably be better. You're soaking it. It says to soak it. No, you're really soaking it (laughs) overnight. Like you're like, you're like, you want that whiskey all over it. You're like, yes, ma'am. Well, because if any, anytime you're going to marinate something overnight is usually the better. If it says either or. Overnight is usually better because you want to have the maximum amount of flavor. I mean, would I soak it for days? No. But yes, well, we'll let you know. I will, I will, as this process goes, probably in the next couple episodes, I'll let you know how we endeavor. Right now, we've just purchased ingredients. Um, so next, I have to get milk, but that's going to be closer to when, like, because I only have skim milk. So I'm like, I probably should ha- use the whole milk that's suggested for this. Um, and you have to warm the milk, too. And, of course, since it's dough, it's got a proof, right? Isn't, isn't that what they say? Mm-hmm. It needs a little bit more proving. Like, 10 minutes more. I want to know how he knows, how, like, he's able to guess the name. <sighs> well, I mean, he probably... More. Yeah. Because I think proving is very important, actually. Because you mm-hmm. want it, you want the bread... Or you want the dough to 
relax because when you need the bread too much for example mm-hmm. you were working it your tiger tig- your gluten is too much so you want it to relax and this is why it's really important when you make bread you need it once right and then you prove it and once it's proved you work it again you shape it you prove it for a second time and then you bake it after the proof you don't touch it depending on the bread that you're making so it's just really important sometimes to not work the dough and I make that mistake all the time because I'm like I don't know if this is right like I think maybe it needs more because sometimes you don't work it enough and sometimes you overwork it so okay so this recipe that I found from Pinterest uh I wish I saved who I got it from uh oh inspired by the complete Irish pub cookbook so the name of the bread is barmbrack aka Irish Halloween bread so the ingredients are Four and a quarter cups bread flour, one teaspoon allspice, one teaspoon salt, one package active dry yeast, three tablespoons granulated sugar, one and a quarter cup milk heated to 95 to 100 degrees, third a cup of water, third a cup Irish whiskey, such as Bushmills or Jameson, uh, vegetable oil or oiling for the bowl and pan, four tablespoons unsalted butter, one and three quarters of a cup mixed golden raisins uh raisin and then regular raisins and dried currants uh one to two tablespoons milk for garnish one tablespoon uh sugar for garnish so this is where instruction number one listening to this recipe so now it says place raisins and currants uh in a small bowl or a measuring cup, add the whiskey and a third a cup of water. Soak the fruit for at least an hour or overnight. I'm going with overnight. Um, then, obviously, you're going to mix everything together. And you put the dough, dough in an oil bowl with plastic wrap and let rise in a warm place for about an hour and a half until it has doubled in size. So it, it looks like you only have to knead it once is what it seems like to me. Oh, that's the way. It, yeah, because it says. All right. So when ready to start the bread, drain the raisins, reserving the liquid. Add enough water to the soaking liquid to measure two thirds of a cup. Set aside fruit and liquid. Sift the flour, allspice and salt into a bowl of the sand mixer uh, using the dough hook, stirring yeast and granulated sugar. Yeah. Mix until the dough pulls away from the side of the bowl. That's always, it's fun to watch, I must say, like when it actually does that. I think because you're allowing the stand mixer to knead Mm -hmm. instead of you doing it yourself, that's probably why you only have to knead it once. Yeah, it says knead lightly for one minute. I mean, the machine is much tougher on it than you are. Mm. So, yeah. Well, it says put it at a low speed. That was the other thing. So, again, this is to be continued. So, since I uh, was doing all this reading of recipes, preparing for my uh, baking endeavors, Gata, uh, mm-hmm. and listening to tonight's uh, book, I said, okay, some, it's like, it's really hard to narrow down what would be good to associate with the book tonight. I'm like, well, they're mostly on the road. And it had me thinking about, you know, 
when you're trying to find something like to keep like in your like when you're running errands and you're like and then you're like oh man fast food is the only option obviously these people in this book don't well in a fantasy world they don't have fast fast food is not an option for these people um neither is what i'm suggesting tonight for tonight's um food of food of choice but i'm suggesting it to our listeners and they're not a spawn but they're it's uh, become incredibly helpful. And the reason why I am suggesting it is because it doesn't melt in your pocket and it doesn't melt in your purse for the ladies or gentlemen who are carrying book bags or anything like that. Um, I'm sorry if anyone has a peanut allergy, uh, but as I was looking and investigating to see where else I can get them, um, they are called fruise balls. And I found them at Trader Joe's, but they have a website um, but there's a couple other places that sell them, but, uh, John loves the peanut butter and jelly version again, cause they're not going to melt in the purse and they're good for when it's sugar drops. And when you need to have that like little bit of pick me up before, like, you know, that in between, cause you know, got to running around or working all day and you're like, I need something, but I don't want to have a big meal. I just need something to tide me over. And I'm like, oh, this would be very good if you're going on a sojourn, if you will. <laughs> and you don't want to, like, you want to pack light, but you, the majority of the things that they have mm-hmm. are chocolate, which you can't have. So I figured the peanut butter jelly fruise balls would be a good, um, my wonderful good suggestion for those of anybody who's on the go. And, of course, Gata Friendly. Because that's the important goal of my uh, food endeavors, Gata. Or are they fr- are they Gata friendly? I mean, I try. I I was watching. See, I'm on season eight of Bake Off. Oh, so you're on. Oh, you're on Doris's favorite season. So, and they had chocolate week, and I was oh. looking at all that chocolate. I was like, I just, I, ha- I already have a migraine looking at it. Like, <laughs> it was like if I was. In that tent, I would die. I would be wearing like five masks. I'd be like, someone get this chocolate away from me. But yeah. Well, I know you haven't watched this season and it's only been one episode so far, but there's a a vegan on it. So it's got to be real hard for her when she's got to work with eggs and such. And milk Uh, and. Yeah. Uh, But yes, yeah, working with chocolate when you're allergic to it. That can't be, that can't be good. But, um, but yes, Gata, I would definitely, if you have not tried, uh, Trader Joe's non-spawn does sell them if, if anybody wishes to get them, but they are also available online for you to buy. Um, and they are fairly delicious as, uh, the husband producer, wonderful producer extraordinaire can attest to. I think we is that are. my cue? That is your cue, dear. Hi, was, how's everyone doing? What's going on? What's up? I was, I was talking about the fruit balls, John. John. Oh, yeah, I love my peanut butter. Apparently, they have a lemon cheesecake version. Huh. I think we're going to just have to give it a try. Is what well, that I mean, is. I'll I'll give it a try. I don't know how I feel. I mean, cheesecake. Yeah, you know, I love cheesecake. I, on the other hand, it's a hit or miss for me. Yeah, you're not really a fan of cheesecake. You're probably more a fan of the lemon part. 
Yes, I would give the the lemon is the enticing part of it for me. <laughs> but uh, Gata, would you like to tell John tonight's title? Yes, it's a doozy. Hi, oh, John. Hi. Tonight's title is mm-hmm. <clears throat> "A Heart of Blood and Ashes" by Mila Vane. Heart of Blood and Ashes. It sounds like a. It doesn't sound like Mila Vane as much as it sounds like uh, George R. R. Martin. A heart, a heart and blood of. What what is the one he did the 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 gate of wind and and stone? No, it's the um, oh my god, what is it? Oh god, okay, hold on. It's, no, it's uh, it's something. Hold on. The fi- the fire, fire and yes, fire and flames. No, that's a that's a song. Song of ice and fire. Ice it's and a fire. song of ice and fire. Yes, thank you. Yeah, that's what it. That's the that's the impression it's giving me. Heart of, heart of something in ashes. Yes. Heart of Blood and Ashes? Correct. So it's it's Game of Thrones. It's someone's someone's love of the fire and they made ashes from it. And there's blood involved. I don't know, that's all I got. That's all you got. I mean, you're really close though. Yes. You're very are, close. Are there dragons involved? I mean No. Yes they're, and they're no. Not, they're yes not really and no. dragons. Yeah. I mean they're, they're not really dragons. dragons. Well, it's the term dragon. Is this is this the uh follow up to Pete's Dragon? No. No. I love that movie though, but yes, no. I, I love the original. Yes. I refuse me to too. watch the reboot. I watched the reboot. It wasn't bad. It was nice. Mm, I can't. When they when they remake a movie like that, that's just so classic to me. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, dragons. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, you know, we'll end that on a high note. Uh, we'll probably all go get more coffee. and Yeah, then, I need some more coffee. And then, <laughs> and then God and I are going to dig into this um, very explicit wording book. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm going to leave that With before no I get coffee. Yes. Is there coffee involved? We shall see. No. Oh. Well, maybe the commercial will tell us. <laughs> Spoilers. Colleen, so we're back and we are better than ever with the Romance Bar. We are new and improved with a sponsor now, Gata. A sponsor? Tell <laughs> me more. <laughs> Why, thank you, Price is Right, Gata. I appreciate you <laughs> so much. We have the sponsor called the Gamer Grind Coffee. Uh, that is actually sponsoring the ACPN network who brings you the romance bar. Oh, this uh, is awesome. Awesome. Yay, yay for coffee sponsoring us. Us having a coffee as our first sponsor is so apropos considering how much coffee fuels this podcast. The names that Gamer Grind came up with are uh, priceless for their 12 blends. And what I think is unique with their 12 blends, the one that I'm currently drinking is called Rage Mode. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> I know. The, the husband picked it out. He got a medium roast, which I was just like, my body was in shock because I'm like, I'm not used to medium roast coffee anymore. But the bright side with Gamer Grind, if I want to order Rage Mode again, I can upgrade it to a dark roast. 
and you can pick if you want to have it whole bean or if you want to have it finely ground ready for your coffee pot so you don't have to grind it yourself which I think is pretty cool because you know most blends like if you go to certain places oh only this blend is available and it's only a dark only a dark roast whereas this one you can customize and you still think the name is cool uh, but they were so kind to sponsor us the romance bar and they were generous enough to give us a, a discount code what is that discount code gotta acpn at checkout so when you purchase all the coffee your heart's desire just make sure you're doing acpn at checkout to get the five percent off and yes it is only five percent but you know what you're saving so much money um on shipping and handling and you're getting great amazing tasting coffee which i'm drinking right now i am very envious of you <laughs> I drank my coffee for the day and I cannot wait for my order to come in. Yeah. Just remember to go to gamergrind.co and use ACPN at checkout to get your 5% off your first order. And also follow them on Instagram, gamersgrindco, um, and see their amazing uh, products. They have other uh, products as well that goes with their coffee. Um, check them out and let us know what you think. Thank you, Gamers Grind. Thank you. I mean, John wasn't very far off because the story yeah. is very, very Game of Thrones in its, um, in its uh, what is it called? In its the way it's made. I, um, I I did get very much game. Okay, so it, it it gave me very much Game of Thrones vibe. Now this this tonight's book is a gotta pick. Um, when we were devising this whole month, uh, Gata had said, I was like, okay, so we need one more book to round out this month. And Gata's like, oh, okay, so here's this book that uh, I've been wanting to read. And let's read it. And I'm like, okay. And I'm listening and I'm like, okay, so now obviously there's world building and you're like, okay, you're going to be a little lost. Like, what's going on? What's at stake here? What are they saying now? What's happening? Um, and then I got really thrown off. Now, not that I, I've cursed before. I cursed on this tonight's episode already. But that first mention of, like, the F word, just, like, I don't know why it threw me off. Because, like, it's world building, world building, and then all of a sudden the F word was thrown in. And I was like, it just seemed off kilter. And I think anytime certain curse words got used... I got thrown off kilter, and I don't know why. I've read curse words in books before. I don't know why it threw me off with this one. I have no What was it again? The F word and the C uh, word. It's freely. It was freely in there. I think that was one of the most um, interesting thing for me because um, I felt like she built this world where, like, I don't know, language... Is is of a different kind, um, but I kind of liked that though, because then it it's like it's very frank, very to the point. Yes, there's no you know like sugarcoating thing. No, our hero is definitely not somebody who sugarcoats anything. He is not a man. He is a um. I I I didn't. I didn't really warm up to him at all. And that might sound terrible. I liked her. I'm like, 
her uh how did you say her name? Not Evane? Um Even. 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 Yeah. I was like, girl, uh I would also say, um, so there is also a trigger warning for uh rape, torture, mention of it, like assault. Everything. Everything everything that could happen to this woman pretty much did. Um to which you're just like I was like, girl, you are a warrior going through life. <laughs> like, you have you have seen it all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just, and then she gets thrown in with uh, Maddox. Is that how you say his, that's his name? Maddox, yes. yeah, Maddox. Yes. And I was just like, oof. I mean, he's up front. You have to admit that he's very blunt of like, he's like, listen, you want warm and cuddly? That ain't me. So I was like, I appreciated it. I appreciated that aspect. But what are your thoughts, Gata? I, okay, so. So. Okay. I, the re, okay, let me tell you why it chose this. How did oh. this come about? Okay, I'm ready. It was a Twitter. It was oh, a tw- Twitter thing. Oh, that's one thing we didn't mention earlier. We'll go back to Twitter. And. It was a tweet that I saw, and I was like, "What?" It was a whole thread of different books, and and people were saying this outrageous things that happened in those books, and I'm like, "Oh my god, we got to read these books." So I I was gonna read this with Kimberly. Um, what we did is we read the prequel. Yes, yeah, so there was a prequel. Yeah, I read the prequel. And I was like, okay, guys, I want to read this. And she started it, got distracted by other things and read other things. And I'm like, I started it. I stopped. I went back, stopped, went back, stopped. Um, And it was super interesting. But also it was very different. Mm. It is not like any other romance books I've read. The language is different. Uh, she created a whole world with terms, and mm-hmm. um, which is really nice. Like it's nice when you have that kind of imagination and have that kind of ability. So I enjoyed it because it was different. I liked Maddox. I hated him at first. That's mm-hmm. one, but I liked him because he was not again, like he wasn't, like he had such a sense of. Like, I need to avenge my parents, which I really, you know, like, he was like, no, my parents would never do mm-hmm. this. He was very harsh on um, Yvonne. Um, yes. But I loved Yvonne because she was very resilient in everything. Like, she was strong-minded, even though she was not strong in body because of things that happened to her. And it was just, you know, and I loved that she was, she had a disability. And I and she was present and she was con- considered a strong person. Like, yes. it's it has a lot of things in it. It discusses assault. It discusses domestic violence. It discusses um, revenge. And it discusses, you know, um, disabilities and um, relationships. And it's like all of these things. Um, the dragon. Um, now. What do you remember what the tweet was that what I happened? Don't, in this? I don't remember. Oh. But I think it but it wasn't something I can really say. 
Uh, wait, hold on. Let me okay, check. Okay, so I will check. for anyone who doesn't know what the C word is, oh God, see you next Tuesday. Just that's what it's also referred to as. Gets used very liberally, and I was just like, okay, we're in that kind of space, and I'm not. It was just, it was very abrupt. And again, I mean, I think you're right because he's not, not that he's crass, he's honest. It's a, di it's a different thing because we've met heroes that are crass to be crass on purpose. He's not that. No, it's just the way they are. It's not like they're crass or anything. It's just, and the he's way not they cool. Are. He's not cruel to her. He's just the way the world it okay, so the whole how it starts off, he's out fighting and he gets word that his parents were killed by someone by he gets word that his parents are dead and he goes home to bury them. Is that it? Yeah. He goes home to yeah. Goes home to bury them, and then he finds out uh, because uh, through a messenger that uh, they were she, they were sent. Uh, the, his mother was sent for and was killed as a result because um, because they wanted an alliance between these two groups to end the abuser uh, uh, her father's rule because he's an asshole so basically in events family the mm -hmm. woman is the ruler right the woman is the one with the power she's the um she's the lady of the court for example mm -hmm. um but what happened is that her father was an asshole i guess even more than that he imprisoned I'm, be, I'm putting yeah. it mildly <laughs> well yeah and basically the females of the family inherit so the female is the matriarch of that kingdom let's say mm -hmm. and but what her father did is that he imprisoned her mother imprisoned her hid her from his people and basically said that his wife is sick and can't rule. So I'm going to rule instead of her until she gives me, but she never gave me a daughter. She was like, you know, um, I'm, I'm ruling in, in, in lieu of my wife. Now his wife died, but he didn't tell anyone that he, she died and he didn't tell um, anyone that he had a daughter, which means that she had um, an heir. Um, so that's why he was trying to marry her off and hide her from everyone else. And he, so now the mother tried very hard to keep her um, in shape. She made her like run across this. It, it made me, um, you know, the movie Room that came out? Yeah. You remember the book? It kind of made yes. me think of that a tiny bit. Because all she knew was this tiny room. Her mom made her run the run until she uh, exhausted. Um, but then her father broke, her, shattered her leg, and it never healed properly. So now she's walking with um, a limp, like she can't get on top of a horse, which is very um, important to Maddox people. 
uh, which that's definitely where I got big Game of Thrones vibes because the Dothraki were the horse, um, also known for their horses. Um, but he's a little bit nicer mm-hmm. than, uh, what's his name was, uh, Jason Momoa's character. Um, but, uh, she can't go down, she can't go up and down stairs properly because of this injury. Um, sh- uh, her father cut off her fingers when he, when she learned, uh, she knew how to use a bow and arrow. Um, so yeah, he deserves to die slowly. Just, just saying. That's my opinion. Gotta. I don't know what yours is. <coughs> no, I mean, I, I think the violence in this book. Mm. Um. Wait. What? What did you say? I said the father needs to die slowly and painfully. Yes. 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 Um. I do agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the violence in this book. Um. Is 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 the reason why you're saying this, and the reason why I agree with you. He's a very bad guy because not only did he kill his wife and torture her and assault her, mm-hmm. he tortured his wife, broke her leg, shattered her knee, I think, and cut off her fingers. Just so you know, mm-hmm. um, he also killed Maddox's parents and claimed that they were attacked by someone. So it's like it's really. Um, you know, it's like, it's like he's a really, he needs, to, yes, 100%. Um, yeah, he's not a nice guy, not nice to his own children. And I did enjoy the, so now when, uh, Yvette, I keep blanking on her name. Yvette. Uh, Yvette tells her backstory. She goes, oh yeah, my my mother tried to kill him by um, cutting his vein, but she didn't cut him she did she bit him as hard as she could um one night because again he was not since he had her like locked in her room and he would come to her and you know do what he wanted um and so she she was like all right that's it i've had she's like oh she gave birth twice without screaming um to two children that were also terrible um but the third time is when uh, when she tried to kill the father. When the, mo- the mother tried to kill the father is when she, like, tried to bite his jugular, which I was like, good for you. Um, she sadly was not successful, but she got pregnant with her daughter then. And thus, the whole, their whole purpose, Maddox, the union is for them to have a child and be like, haha, you don't get your way dead and i that that's 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 the tie that binds them for at least 75 percent of the book i would say gotta um yeah so um it's it's not obviously it's not love at first sight in this book oh no 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 it's lust at first sight but it is very much lust at first sight um again he maddox is not the kind of guy that we said sugarcoats anything. He's like, oh, yeah, I have no problem sleeping with her. But he's like, oh, wait a minute. And then there was that whole thing of, but if she was a virgin, he had to wait until. So there's this this thing that they do. It's a ritual um, for her to be 
considered a woman, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, and they had to wait for that, for them to consummate their relationship because they didn't want anyone to, um, if they do get, have a child, they didn't want anyone to question the mm-hmm. um, the validity. No, the... Mm-hmm. No, you're right. They don't want anyone to question that he's the dad. Yes, basically. Thank you. Which, you know, that day and age, and although his people don't lie, so, you know, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I would take that into it. I'm like, if his people don't lie, why would he make up that? I don't know. But, um, so yeah, there's a whole process that she has to go through where they uh, drink this moon no that's what they're waiting for they're waiting for like the the moon night that's what they're waiting for isn't that that's what it's called to um to happen for when she can conceive a child and it's basically he's waiting for her to ovulate to make it to put it in layman's terms um but she has to bring it upon herself so there there's the stuff that she has to drink there's technically two things she's supposed to drink the one female warrior who's riding with them doesn't have the stuff that knocks you out. You know what it kind of reminded me of? The the stuff that uh, Zetas was supposed to give Bella to help her through her needing so she didn't have to, like, have sex with him. Kind of made me think of that a, a tiny bit. Am I wrong? No, no, I, I you're right. So, um, and he's like, okay, just give her the stuff that brings up upon the, uh, you know, brings upon her, her, her period, uh, and she'll be fine. And he's like, oh crap, what did I do as they're riding? Cause she's on a horse while this is happening. And she's like, and she's like gritting her teeth in pain. Cause she's used to dealing with pain because hello, she had her leg broken, fingers chopped off. Various other body parts abused. So this is just nothing. But she passes out that it's so bad. And I'm like, I feel this is the most accurate description from a male perspective of what happens to, you know, a majority of the female race. I would say. Got oh. I don't I feel that's fairly accurate of like, yeah, the pain's that terrible. Sometimes. I mean... Can I tell you, when I was reading that she fainted from the pain, I was like, yeah. Yeah. I think people don't realize that the pain you get um, Mm -hmm. is, is, I think I was looking at some reports and they said it's, 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 um, it's, uh, what is it? It's it's like you're, you're contracting. Mm -hmm. You're dilated about an inch during your period because of that pain. So well, it's birth pain. Right. But well, like on a less, you know, so like, right. don't come talk to me about, oh my God, my back hurts. No, no. Well, like they said, okay, so now I don't know if you've ever read this goddess. So apparently, so now, okay, if most of our listeners think of uh, when they say, oh, this so-and-so had a heart attack. Women, those are majority, whenever they say, oh, heart attack symptoms, that majority of those symptoms are attributed to how what happens when a man 
has a heart attack, not when a woman has a heart attack. If you ever read what happened with what happens to a woman when she's having a heart attack is somewhat very similar to when she gets her period, which is why heart disease kills a lot of women because those are the same symptoms. So it's like, how do you distinguish that? You can't. Yeah. And it, you know, it becomes very difficult. So I'm just like, okay. And I just, I felt, and then, so now she, so she's bleeding. Sorry if this is too graphic for you guys, but it's true. Um, and you guys listening, but he's like, wait, is this normal? Like, is she dead? Like, and he asks the one female warrior and she goes, no, that's normal. It's fine. She's fine. She passed out. She's sleeping. Leave her alone. <laughs> it's just like, I feel this is, like I said, this is the most accurate depiction I've ever read in my entire life, to which I will applaud Mila Vane for the rest of my life. For it, right? Like, yeah. Because I'm just like, yeah, that's that's about what happens on... I was just like, I was like, yeah, on a monthly basis, these things happen. And yet we still move on. We still go to work, Gata. We still do. Absolutely. You move um, boxes. I mean, you move boxes at your job. I mean, I used to move boxes at my job. I don't anymore. But like, I still have to be present i have to be pleasant i have to walk i um i every at my work i do a, about eight thousand to nine thousand steps a day mm. um every shift like eight hours um so yeah i have to be i can't sit it's not no. a desk job i can't be like oh i can't move i can't do this i can't bend no i have to do all of this and be pleasant and be nice to people while i'm in excruciating pain so well, yeah, it's not very great. And I have to yeah. drive back and forth. <laughs> right. Well, see, I also have the other fun side. So now there's when that happens. But I also get what's called middle schmerz, which is. What is that? Um, you get, there's pain when you ovulate. So what happens is the reason why you get pain is so when, so when you're ovulating and the body's like, oh, so we're not making a baby this month. So the egg, the egg breaks down and your body is reabsorbing the acid that was in that egg. So that's the pain. And I'm like, awesome. That's why it sucks. Like, yeah. I will never forget. We were packing for our honeymoon. And I was ovulating. I had to sit on the couch. I couldn't move. That's how bad the pain was like because the pain shot from like my lower abdomen all the way down to my thigh like that's how bad the pain was i was just like i feel if this happened to a man they would just that's it we would be going to the emergency room <laughs> i mean yeah tell me i'm wrong no no and no. this this hero this heroine of well, i'm calling her the hero i'm sorry she is just like, okay, she just moves on with the rest of her day. She just figures out how to go along with the rest of her day in pain. Like, she doesn't say anything about it. She's just like, okay, uh, I can't walk down the stairs like a normal person, so I'm just going to shuffle down the stairs on my butt. Making the best of a bad situation. If that is not a woman, I don't know 
the most female thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I don't know what else is. Or the most, you know, the most human thing about her, I would say. Yeah. Um, but she, but the other thing that there is something special about her and it's something from her line, which is she has, um, they call, they call it the site or no, they, they ask her if she has it and she says, no, my grandmother did, but she has something like when she starts to feel cold and it's not cold, some like that means somebody's around and they're like, the first time they don't heed the warning. The second time they're like, oh, all right. Anytime she says she feels funny, we're listening. We're paying attention because mm -hmm. and getting the F away from here. Um, so I was just like, OK, at least they're like, you know. Um, all right. They they're like they what once they're told they correct the problem. They're not like, you know, keep repeating the same problem. Although there's a few times Maddox puts his foot in his mouth, I feel. Oh, he does it all the time. I think Maddox's problem is he's young. Mm. He's arrogant at times. He's blinded did they, by revenge. Did they um, see how old he's supposed to be? I don't remember, honestly. I don't think they do. But he's young. I, I say he's young because of his parents and mm. the, compared to like right. his his companions, his warriors. Yes. Um. So yeah. So he's blinded by his um revenge. Need for revenge. He's blinded by his hatred for Yvonne and her family at first. Um. And he's also blinded by lust. Oof. So he's like very arrogant and very rude at times. And he's very, you know. And then slowly, sl you know, very slowly, he gets to know more about her, and he gets to understand a lot of the things. Um. You know that she have like he understands why she can't do certain things why does she look like she does why does she behave like she, why like he realizes that he's been wronged and he's been you know his family has been taken away from him but she has suffered for so long and mm. the same thing had happened to her and it's you know yeah that or that she's definitely got well i the part that i think they i mean they get on the same page with certain things, but I think there's a part right before her um, moon night where they're talking about like, oh, well, what he asks her, oh, why are Southerners always fully clothed? Like asking her about like what they believe. And she goes, oh, they're afraid they're going to be kidnapped by so-and-so. And like when they start to share the tales like that they grew up with, that they're like, oh, well, they believe this. Oh, well, that's silly. Or, you know, they, they realize, oh, you know, well, we heard these tales, but they're laughing about it. Sort of mm -hmm. like how, okay, so God, I grew up Muslim. I grew up Catholic. We can, but yet we can talk about, oh, well, there's those same, there's the similarities in our religions. And then, oh, well, this is where it differs or like believing this. They're finding that common ground in their beliefs. And that I, that I found like really heartwarming, you know, like heartwarming of like, okay, so even if they're not gonna supposedly love each other, although we know they're gonna love each other, but mm -hmm. moving on, <laughs> um, yeah, that they're like, okay, at least they could, it's gonna, cause she's like, oh, he's like, oh, you're only gonna like, 
only our children are going to love you and your people. I'm not going to love you. I'm like, eh, you're going to at least like her a little bit if you can have a con- if you want to have a conversation with her and you're getting jealous when everyone has like these other interactions with her. We know where your head is going. Both of them. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, don't kid yourself. It's just, it's those, it's that funny bit that I always laugh at with the majority of these romance novels of like, uh-huh. Keep telling yourself that we're way ahead of you. <laughs> I mean, you <know>. yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But now, and that part is only like halfway through the book. There's still like a whole other half to go. <laughs> and like, that was the other thing I was just like, I think my problem probably with the book was because I was trying to read it so fast that it was a lot to take in that I'm like, no, I think I would, I should have spaced it. I personally should have spaced it out longer and not read it at 2.0 speed. I agree with you because I felt the same way, which is why I went back and, you know, like, I read it and, you know, like I went back and forth, back and forth. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think this is definitely like, this is not like, oh, you know, you want to like a quick, re- this is not one of those like quick reads. I mean, there are people that like Kim, our beloved Kim, um, she might be able to read this whole thing in a, you know, in a day and a half and, you know, absorb everything. But I think for those of us that are like, you know, it's not it's not a quick read. Um, no, it's like a it's it's very intense. There are a lot of things that you a lot of things, I a lot of working parts. Yeah, and the language, the descriptions, the terms, the um, the vocabulary itself, the mm-hmm. way it's put together. It's not a, uh, you know, I'm going to read this in five seconds. That's not what this book is. This book is very, you know, you have to take your time reading it. Um, You can't read it in a day or two. I don't think anyone can. I don't think Kim can either. Like, it's not, you know, it's it's intense. It is. It is very, I I would say, um, I I mean, I don't want to say it's more intense. I mean, I don't want to say it's more intense than Court of Thorn and Roses, but it's definitely it. It's I think just with the world building too, because there's like you said, there's just like a lot of things to take in the mythos, and like you could see where some of the mythos is, you know, like from like real life, um, especially like uh, the fact that. Um, the, the matriarchal, there's a lot of, like, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, historically accurate, like where it, it, it depends on the mother of how Mm -hmm. the rest of it goes. And you could see where there's definitely, um, you know, research done and, you know, there's a lot of thought put into this. This is not just like, you know, a slapdash thing. I'm not saying that anything that else we've read is a slapdash thing, but I'm just saying that there's. It deserve it deserves to have the attention paid to it. Um, so yes, I would recommend reading it. I would just say take your time reading it. Yeah, don't do it. Absolutely, I do. yeah. And this is book one. Yes, of three. Book two is out. Book three is not out yet. I have not read book two yet. I have it. I just haven't read it. 
I don't know if I'm going to go to book two. I'm being honest. And I know I've said that before on the podcast. And lo and behold, I've gone to book two regardless. Um, but I I don't know. Um Maybe if I try, maybe if I try to reread it, I might feel differently. I think that might be the determining factor. I think I, I owe it to this book to reread it again, um, just to pick up on stuff that I had missed. Um, it deserve it deserves a second glance. I will I will give it that. So maybe don't get it from the library if you are a slow reader like I am, and why we prefer the audiobooks. <laughs> Um, I would say maybe uh, it'd be better to buy it, especially, I don't know, do you have the physical book, Gata? I do, yeah. Actually, Does it I have, have a dictionary in the front of it? Um, I think it has a glossary, yeah, I think so. Um, I don't remember because I read the ebook. <laughs> I own both. I'm um, sorry, hi, have you guys met me? Hi. <laughs> uh, Gotta let's not discuss how many copies of books that I have in general, um, especially okay. if it's an author that we love. I bought the whole collection of Sarah J. Maas for reasons you know, yes. and then I own three of the four books as ebooks. And I'm like, oh God, do I really need to spend that much money? Like, do I? Do I need to spend that money? Yeah, yeah, it's yes. great. Well, I am giving my copy of Quarter Throne of Roses to my sister because I want her to read it because sci-fi is definitely up her alley. We'll see how much she likes it. I think I might, well, I'll see if I recommend this one to her because I think this one's, okay. Quarter Throne of Roses, the, well, the first book is tamer than this book. Like this book is definitely like more graphic than last week's book. Just on the first book is what I'm saying. I know later books in the Court of Thorn and Roses get more graphic. Right, Gata? Um, so the first one is not bad. The second one is great. The okay. third one is also not bad because it's a lot. So right now I'm in the third book. And it's very, like, it sets the tone for the, like, like the big battle ish maybe hmm. um and it's not it's it, it's it is explosive but it's not like it's it's very um leveled i would say this one is more i'm just saying as far as the first books go this one's oh, more she's not fine. safe for, but this one's more not safe for work than others especially with the free use of the f and the c words oh no um, no the second one, I don't know, actually. Okay, the prequel is really bad. Like, it's oh, not safe it? for word. Uh, okay. uh, uh, for work, not word. What? What? Okay, <laughs> let me rephrase we're this. I was, I, for a minute, got things confused in my head because we were talking about that your sister is going to get the first book of the Moss right. series. Yes. So I was going to, I was talking about the Moss books. Like, the first one was okay. The second one was really, you know, not safe for work. The third one is kind of is not safe for work, but also, like, you know, there's a lot of things happening. For the Mila Vane, the prequel was like, you know, fire everywhere. Mm -hmm. The second book is also, there's a lot of, you know, it's not safe for work for sure. None of her books are, I don't think. Uh, this is the only one that I have ever read, but I don't know. Um, 
I don't know if this is my uh, uh, my sister's alley. Just saying, we will. Uh, but I, I I think the quarter throne and roses might be more of her more her speed. Uh, I, I'll let you know. Well, I will report back for that for that one. Um, but uh, so yeah, this is not yeah not safe for work by any means. But yes, I would say buy it only because if you are a slow reader like myself and you want to have the glossary at hand, which sadly the uh, audiobook does not have, um, I would I would buy the book. In in my in my humble opinion. Um, now we are, we are going back, back, way back, Gata, to Gata's favorite genre within the romance world. Yes, it is. And for the month of October, uh, I don't know why we declared, well, actually that's a lie. I think for the, the book that we're ending October with is the reason why we declared October going back to historicals. Yeah. Which is funny because of what Twitter, back to Twitter, um, keeps teasing me with, which is the the stills from season two of Bridgerton. Oh, my God. Did you see the commercial? They released like a mini trailer. And I'm like, I'm so excited. I was like, oh, my God, is it coming this Christmas? And they're like 2022. I was like, I hate all of you. So, yeah. Uh, other book that I need to finish reading. I only got so far. I met the heroine in the like that's as far as I got in reading Anthony's book. So I have to get back to that. Okay. I know I am. That's cause I fell off of it and then I got wrapped up in reading other things. It just, it happened. Got it. But next week's book is actually an anthology uh, with featuring what an author that we've covered here before. And I believe she was in our historicals month mm -hmm. last year, which is Miss Joanna Shoup. I'm and very excited also... to go back to Joanna. Really happy because uh, I love her so much. Yes. Uh, and the other five authors, uh, they are not, uh, I don't think we've ever covered them on the podcast. Oh. Uh, Hold on. Sierra me, Simone. Oh, I have read her. I've read her too, um, but I don't think we've ever covered her on the podcast. No, uh, we have not. Nicola Davidson. Uh, I have not read her. Uh, Adriana Herrera and Eva Lee. I have read Eva. Loved her stuff. Um, Adriana, I think I did, but I'm not sure. I have to check. Well, the the, uh, the Adriana first... Herrera, I think, has. A really, really nice LGBTQ series that we have to do for next. Um, the the next time that we we I'm sure we, we might be able to squeeze it in before that. Yeah, it's the yeah I want to read it. Um, but so the titles that we are well, it's in an anthology, but the titles for the books are uh, the Chasing of Eleanor Vane by Sierra Simone, My Dirty Duke by Miss Joanna Shoup. An education in pleasure. What? That Amy Silver. Okay, this is where there is more. It says and more. Oh, and more. Okay. Um. Yeah, because in the. Yeah, yeah, because it says a Duke for Hire, Nicola Davidson, an education in pleasure by Amy Silver, 
And then um, it makes me feel. Wait, but Amy Silver could be. Um, Ava Lee. Yeah. Because I know there are some sometimes authors. Uh, the Duke makes me feel is Adriana uh, Adriana Herrera. But the the title Gata. You want to? What's the title of this lovely anthology? Oh, I can't say that. You can't. <coughs> the a Duke Duke. I'd like to. F. <laughs> yes, it's called Duke. I'd like to F. Now, um, I think we should just say up front. Uh, I don't know right now. I had it in my Kindle library. I don't. I know. own it on Nook. Yes. But I know it was, um, it's a little difficult to get. I think you can get the Joanna Shoup book by itself. Yeah, she has it as a novella. She has it as a novella, but I'm saying getting the whole anthology um, might be a little bit tricky if you're able to find it in time for next week. Um, I think probably by next week's episode, we can probably have a little bit more of updates on how to get the rest of them or what when the rest of them might be able you know because i think each of the authors are releasing them individually as novellas now because yeah. the anthology was uh published independently right it was like not the, this one it wasn't this one. Oh, i thought it was this one no it was a different one um it was a, a separate one that we can't get um british knights something like that yes um this one yeah. is available, so you can definitely get this one. I thought it was this one for some reason that this no, one was hard to it's find. No, it's okay. It's, yeah. It w we can discuss the whole private publishing next week. But until then, good night, Gala. Good night, Colleen. Please follow us at The Romance Bar on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also email us at theromancebar at gmail.com. You can also contribute to us at Patreon slash ACPN. Thank you. We love you.